Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast where we agree to disagree on a lot of different things. So for today's topic, I'm really excited to touch on this one because I feel like I have some good stories to share. You do. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to be talking about living with a roommate. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So we've both lived with roommates before. I mean, currently you could call each other. We can call you know each of us roommates technically, right? But we have some horror stories. We have some good, some bad. And we each have our own opinions about living with roommates. Um, I guess we'll just start with you. What's your experience it's all just college, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, being an elite gymnast, we've traveled a ton around the world. We're gone for, you know, two weeks to a month at a time. So I feel like I've always had a roommate ever since I was at least 12 or 13. So with that, I just feel like like I just kind of have always been used to it. I mean, really, it's kind of been easy for me, I feel like. Obviously, you don't get along with everybody, but I've always enjoyed it and have enjoyed having a different roommate every camp and getting to experience like the other girls and kind of, you know, their nighttime routines and when they go to bed and when they set their alarms in the morning. And I know sometimes we'd always get mad because some of the girls would wake up at like 6 a.m. and we're like, dude, why are you getting up that early? We could still sleep for like another hour and a half. And that's just normal for them because that's when they get up at home to go work out in the morning. I always worked out in the evening. So tons of different situations I've been through. But I mean, for the most part, I've always gotten along with everybody, and it's been pretty good. And then going to college, you know, as a freshman, you have to live in the dorms. And at Utah, you live in the dorms with the other freshman gymnasts. So you're not with other athletes. You're with your teammates, which can have its ups and downs. And then kind of after that, I eventually was in my own apartment, which was really, really nice. But I did have multiple roommates and some exciting stories to tell, so... So first question is, and we'll each answer this, because I don't think we'll agree, is do you prefer to live with a roommate or not? Or roommates or not? And this is not counting marriage. So I like, mean, it's hard because, like, it is really nice to be by yourself because, like, when you're trying to do your homework or get things done, you don't have to have, like, people bugging you or distractions. But, like, I'm a big chicken and I hate being by myself. <laughs> so, like, I, I will feel better if I have, like... <laughs> A roommate because I don't like being all alone. So it's kind of hard. I mean, I'd rather, I'd probably rather have a roommate, but. Yeah, I'd probably rather not. I mean, it really depends on who it is. Like if I get, I, I don't know, because I chose my roommates in college and they still got on my nerves. Yeah, I'd probably just, I'd rather <laughs> live by myself, but be close to friends. I think that's kind of the best of both worlds. But Michaela gets scared really easily. So she has to have someone living with her. Yeah, my, my junior year of college, we got to live in these new apartments that they build, like, right down from campus, and they were super nice, and I was so excited because I had roommates previously, and I was like, oh, it's going to be so nice to be by myself, and I actually did really like it, but then it was like, it kind of get boring because I just felt lonely and by myself, but then it was nice because at least I had Jonas at the time, so he would, you know, come over and keep me company and he would always stay till I fell asleep, which was really nice, and then he would leave. So that really helped, but I would have a hard time falling asleep by myself. I hated it. What horror stories do you have of bad roommates? <laughs> okay, so I guess I won't start with horror stories, but I guess I can just give you a little background of like my freshman year of college. We had one of my good friends, Macy, and then we had Missy and Kim, and there were like two rooms on each side, 
and then like we shared the living room in the middle and we didn't have a kitchen which was kind of a bummer so we just kind of had like a table set up and we had like a microwave in there and we had all of our little stuff and then we had like mini fridges in our rooms and we did each have our own room which is really nice because I know some people go to college and like they're sharing like a same one bedroom with their other roommate which I that would be really hard for me I'm like I need my own space and that was fun and I feel like like Kim and I got along really well Missy and Macy got along really well so like we both were kind of like on those sides because like when I first came to college I didn't really know the team yet so for me it was kind of like this really isn't that bad you know but then like it got harder after that because after freshman year it's like oh like everyone wants to like move out and like rent a house and like all live together and it was really hard because at the time I was actually like Kim and I had discussed about moving into an apartment that like someone in her family had owned so like it was going to hopefully be pretty easy for us to like figure out the situation because Missy and Macy were going to go live together or do whatever they were going to do and then like we kind of get closer to when we have to like figure out living situations and then like I had talked to Kim and she goes oh well I'm going to go move in with Macy and Missy so then I was kind of like by myself and I was like kind of upset about it because I was like well now I have to go find something by myself like this is great so anyway at the same time though like I remember my mom just saying like it's not a big deal if you don't move in with them like it's totally fine like this way you know like she's like when you put a whole team together there's just going to be a lot more drama and a lot more fights when you all live together because you guys train together every single day so it's better just to like have your own space and your own time so you can just like get away from them and then be with them in the gym, you know? And so I was like, okay, fine. You probably have a point. And it actually ended up being good because they all had lived together and then they all had their own situations that they were going through and then ended up all not living together anymore. So in the long run, like it ended up being really good for me, but like it was kind of hard to kind of go through that. And then, so I was put into an apartment. So I, well, I guess it wasn't an apartment. I was still in the dorms, but after your freshman year, we kind of moved up to like the nicer dorms. So like it had a kitchen and like it was a little bit nicer. And so I was put with this one girl that was on the track team and she was really nice, but like we didn't really chat a lot. Like we kind of said, hey, and like we'd see each other like maybe in the morning or whatever, leaving for school. But we all kind of just like, we had our own like, time schedules like I feel like I didn't see her too much and like she was always busy with her friends and I was always busy with mine and doing gymnastics and she was on track but the one thing I really liked is she was really clean neat which was really really nice and after seeing Jonas experiences with all of his bros it was really really gross and I'm like I could not live with a bunch of dudes that's disgusting but I mean some girls are messy too (coughs) and anyway it was like after the first semester I think she was like great I don't know, something, or she had moved out, and so then I got another roommate, and it was just bad. She wasn't an athlete. She was a NARP, which is what we call non-athletic regular person. We call them NARPs. Is that just a University of Utah thing, or is that a college athlete? Because I've never heard that before. I don't know. It might just be a Utah thing, but... Anyway, she was a NARP. Nothing wrong with not being an athlete, by the way. No, I'll but it's it, it kind of helps when I feel like you're an athlete and, like, you kind of have the same schedules and, like, just when you don't. I don't know. They I just, see, like, yeah. they don't respect. They don't have, like, the same respect, I feel like, because, like, they're not an athlete. They don't have to, like, worry about training and all the things. Going to bed early and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. 
so anyway, she like moves in and I think we, I was home for the summer. I came back, she had moved in and I don't even think like, I think I might've seen her face like once or twice the whole time she lived in the dorm with me. It was like weird. It was like every time she would like come out of the room, it was like, if I like were to come out or something, she would like just go into her room as fast as she could. Cause she didn't want to like make interaction or something. I don't know. It was so weird. And then she was like never there half the time. And then for a while she was there a whole bunch with her boyfriend and it was like he like started living there he started living there and like the rooms aren't very big and you have like a little twin size bed and so which is like fine with me like if your boyfriend wants to be there whatever like technically they're not allowed to be there but i was chill with it i, I was fine but then after a couple weeks he would like the bathroom he would be doing stuff in there i don't even freaking know what he was doing but it was disgusting and he would have like pube hairs like just everywhere, all over the sink, the toilet, like it was just full of hair, full of gunk. The toilet was like covered in like diarrhea and mold. Like it was disgusting. Like seriously, so gross. And like me, I'm a clean freak. But then I was getting to the point where like, I wasn't really ever in my dorm besides night to go to bed because I was at school and then training all day and then we would leave every weekend to compete. I think this was at this point in time, this is when I was living at my parents' house and so I think we spent most of the time hanging out there. Yeah, that's true too. I was, yeah, I just like didn't want to be in my dorm. Yeah, it was horrible. And I just like, since we never had like really talked, I just like, I was like too scared to like confront her because I didn't want to be rude but it was like at the same time it was so gross like I couldn't I didn't even want to shower in my own shower like it was just so bad like I'm like is it really that hard to like clean once a week and like just clean it all up you know and so anyway I put a little sticky note like <laughs> on the toilet and on the mirror and I just said I'm sorry but like if your boyfriend's going to be living here like you need to clean this up I cannot deal with it and I'm not going to clean up your mess and I was like if you don't do anything about it then I'm going to tell people or like the people on campus, whatever, I don't know what you call them. The but RA. The RA, there you go. I was like, I'm going to tell them that, you know, your boyfriend's living here and the place is disgusting because I just could not, it got to the point where I just couldn't handle it. Like for a while, I was like, okay, it's whatever. I'm not here that much. But it was to the point where I was like, I was about to gag. It was just so, dis- <laughs> I'm like, could you be any more disgusting? And then she would go and like, sometimes in the morning like I would need to go and use the bathroom and she'd be in there for hours and then she'd go back into her room and then her boyfriend would go use the bathroom and then would be in there and I'm like I have places to be (laughs) like I need to use the bathroom so half the time I just got ready in my room and then would like use the bathroom on the way out like go find a bathroom somewhere like wait till I got on campus so it was just like really frustrating and anyway I was like kind of scarred after that I was like I can't live in the dorms anymore and then but I also didn't want to like go look for a place because I thought like that's just a waste of money. Like I don't need that, you know, when we have like great resources, you know, being an athlete and on scholarship. So once they opened up the apartments, they kind of made it just like as if it was a dorm. So it was like the same cost of pay and it just made it a lot easier and they were brand new and really nice. So I was really grateful for that because it was much needed and I got to live by myself and I actually liked it. You except probably, for you the probably part, liked it better. I liked it better. Except, I really did, except <laughs> trying to fall asleep at night. Because you were scared. Yeah. But other than that, it was really great. But 
I don't know. That was just traumatizing. I was like, after that, I don't think I ever want to have a roommate ever again. Well, then after that, because that was your last year at the U, and then you moved back with your parents. Yeah, so you, and that your was... Your parents were your roommates, Yeah, that was bad, too. I'm like, man, I finally <laughs> get out on my own. Like, I feel like I'm on my own. Because in college, you like, you know, you go to college and you grow up and you're supposed to be on your own, but I really wasn't on my own because, like, your coaches are still, like, your parents and, like, you still have a time schedule and have to be everywhere and do everything and so, like, I still feel like, felt like I was, like, having a babysitter or someone watching me the whole time. Living which, with your parents? No, like, just being in college. Oh. And then, oh, like. the coach. Yeah, and then I finally got, you know, my own apartment. And then I decided to go back and train for the Olympics. So then I moved back home. And then it was, like, I felt like a little kid all over again. I was, like, wow, I finally, like, felt independent for once. And then that happened. So. Were but, you, I mean, it was, Were like, you excited at all to move back home? I kind of was. Just because, you know, like home cooked meals and my mom would make dinner and make food. And like in college, I just never really cooked or did anything. So like it was just nice to have like good meals. And I just felt, you know, like I had more energy because I was eating like better food and my mom was like taking care of me. So like I did like it, but it just was not fun. Like being back at home with your parents, it kind of felt like, you know, I was a loser in life or something. And I just like had a bum at my parents' house, you know, because I couldn't afford to like live in an apartment by myself you know because I didn't have a job so like it was kind of weird but then it was good because we got married and then got our own apartment so yeah you were only living with your parents for it's what, like, like six, six months, months. Yeah. yeah so it's not bad it wasn't bad I enjoyed it I enjoyed the free food and <laughs> and a good shower and your parents are cool yeah it was good and then since then I mean besides us getting married like the only other roommates had been camps worlds mm -hmm. the olympics what was that like it was honestly pretty good i mean i feel like when we would be gone for worlds for like a month that's kind of when it got you know kind of intense a little bit like when we'd be rooming with someone i feel like we could kind of start noticing that we were like getting sick of each other but like at the same time like you know we went to practice did our thing and then we'd come back we'd be so exhausted we'd go to bed so i feel like we never like at least with the roommates i have had i've never had like too much too much tension with them except i'd say like the only one that like was bad was ashton locklear like compared to like everybody i've had like we kind of had some beef at one point but other than that like i haven't had beef with anybody so i would say it was pretty good and it sounded like you and simone had fun when you roomed together in tokyo yeah we were having fun i mean we only roomed together like that first week and then she, at the camp before we went over there. I don't know. Did we even have a camp before we went? I don't even think we did. I can't even remember. I think we might have just flown to... I think we... No, we flew straight to Tokyo. Usually there's a camp before, but we just went straight to Tokyo. But because usually at camp, since Jordan switched to Simone's gym, they were rooming together at camps. So then I would always kind of be put with someone. So it was fun when Simone and I got to like room together and kind of catch up again, which was really nice just because we have a lot of things in common and well, you know, remember, we're the same age. Yeah. So. I remember you were worried about that because it was like you and Simone and then the rest of the, the Olympic team was like 17 or 18. Yeah. I just remember everyone was like a lot younger, even like the national team and camps and stuff. So that's why you were happy. You got a room with Simone. Yeah, it was nice. Cause I mean, like I got along with everybody it was just like it's just different because the age difference and so it was like talking about things just isn't the same you know but it's still fun because like I feel like a lot of the girls looked up to me and 
you know, I was able to like kind of be there for them, kind of be that grandma, which was kind of fun. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It was really fun to like be with Simone again, but like at the Olympics, it was only for a week because then they put us in our own rooms once we started like official training when we were over there because of COVID, they didn't want us to room with anyone because Kara tested positive. So they're like, okay, we're not rooming with anyone. We're putting all of you guys in your own rooms, which actually was like kind of nice because with everything that was going on during the Olympics, I had multiple meltdowns. I just like needed to talk and vent. And sometimes it's hard, like when you're at camps and you're rooming with other people and you like had a bad day, it's like the second your teammate like walks out the door your roommate walks out the door to go get like therapy or like to go hang out in someone else's room it was like really nice I'd be like okay I'm calling my mom calling Jonas like I got a vent really quick before they get back in here because it's just like sometimes you don't get to have those moments when you have a roommate so it is really nice like being by yourself especially for me during the Olympics I really needed that alone time and you know especially when I wasn't going to be able to compete in any of the finals it was really nice to like have that space and to cry and shed some tears and to be pissed off and get mad but um it also was kind of sad being lonely though because I feel like during that time it was just so hard being in the Olympics and not like being able to like talk to someone you know what I mean just because I feel like we didn't really get to explore do anything so it was like gym room gym room you know what I mean like even like mm-hmm. eating we kind of social distanced a little bit you know so it was kind of a rough time but honestly for me I think now I would need a roommate just because I'm so used to sleeping with you I get really scared at night but I think back in college I wish I would have had my own room like all three years I was there would have been really nice but nothing I can do about it now <laughs> we live and we learn right Yeah, so for me, I mean, honestly, like, part of growing up, when my family moved to Utah, the way that, which I was, how old was I? I was, like, 14, I think, 13 or 14. Um, So from then until I graduated high school, my brother and I lived in the basement. It almost kind of felt like we were roommates because the way my parents' house is set up, it's a pretty big house, but, like, you go downstairs and there's like the gym like our ping pong table and then like a hallway and then it's mine and my brother's room and we share a bathroom. So we're just kind of like pushed off in like the bottom corner, (laughs) like side of the house. Yeah. And so like kind of felt like he was my roommate growing up and we really didn't get along very well. Like we did, but we didn't, we get along way better. Just like the normal sibling. Yeah. But I mean, it was, it was all kind of worse. Cause like, we, we did a lot together, but we just, we would like always fight. And then like, it got pretty bad to the point where like, so for example, something we thought about a lot was how we shared a bathroom and like, I, I don't know. Cause I've always been pretty clean and Ben's like, he's not clean. Yeah. But he, it could be worse, you know? So it's like not that big of a deal, but like, I don't know. There were times where he wasn't allowed to use our bathroom anymore just because we had arguments over it. So he would have to like go upstairs or like, yeah. So I, I know that he was grateful when I moved, moved out. But after that, before I went to college, I did a church service mission for two years. And when you're a missionary, so first they sent us to Mexico, which was super cool. We went to this school. It's a missionary training center. And that's where we learned Spanish. We learned how to be a missionary. And you just get put with a whole bunch of random people that are also missionaries. So I didn't know anyone. Um, but a bunch of the guys that I was rooming with, we ended up deciding that 
like we all liked each other and so we made an agreement to be roommates once we were done being missionaries at BYU at college and that ended up happening which was really cool um because like I was worried about that because you never know you get put in a room with a whole bunch of random people and it was like we were living these things called casitas it's like little house in Spanish and there was there was like four or five rooms and each room had three bunk beds so it was like six people to a room, six oh, people to a bathroom. Is this at BYU? No, no, no. This was in Mexico. Oh, kind of sounds like but that. It does sound like. <laughs> That's weird. Okay, sorry. Continue. So there was like, it was like 30 of us crammed in this little casita and six of us to a bathroom. So like, it was pretty nuts. Um, not a whole lot of space, like no personal space. But like, luckily I loved everyone there. Like a bunch of super cool guys. Like we all got along. We were good friends. And then when you're a missionary, you get like a missionary companion. Um, I had, I think like 12, maybe 13 over the two years. So you usually get a new one every few months. And and that's hard because like now it's just one guy. So instead of a bunch of dudes, it's just you and someone else. You know, you guys are just working and doing service and everything a missionary does. Like you guys are just always together. And so that's tough because I love most of my companions, but some of them just didn't get along very well. You know, we're just very different and so I think it was such a beneficial thing for me to kind of learn, you know, how to live with someone that maybe you wouldn't be friends with at all outside of that environment, you know, how to get along with someone that you don't get along with. Uh, so that was really good. And then it, I think, kind of prepared me because then I come home and I start college and all those guys that I met in Mexico, we were roommates again, which was crazy because that's one of those things where it's like we we're all in Mexico. We were all getting sent to different parts of the world to be missionaries and we're all like hey like when we're done with this because we were all going to the same school after it just worked out that way we're like hey you know we should all just room together and that's one of those things where you're like oh that'll never happen you know because like we barely even stayed in contact over those two years but it, it just happened so we all get back we're all roommates again and that was super fun for like the first month or two I don't know, maybe not even was, that long. Was, it was this when we first started dating? Yeah, so this is when so we met. the bunk beds, and you were yeah, with... Yeah, I was with Trent. Trent, So this, right. So this is the problem. <laughs> I love all my roommates, like super cool guys, but like this, the setup that we had just wasn't the best. It was a pretty small apartment, and there was six of us. There was three rooms. Each room had a bunk bed, and they were small rooms, like... Tiny, they like were I tiny. Had to, so I had to like duck my head under all the door frames, okay? And my roommate is like the exact same size as me. So we have like the two biggest guys <laughs> in in the same room. We pretty, pretty much had like the smallest room. And then we had one bathroom and one fridge. And the bathroom was small. Bathroom was small. Fridge was small. The sink was small. So it was like, it was so much fun at first because like, you know, all of us got back together again. Like we're all friends again. It was cool to see everyone. And now we weren't missionaries, you know, so like, we could go and hang out, just do whatever we wanted. So that, that was so much fun. But then it was like, it only took a few weeks for like, we never figured out a bathroom schedule because there were six of us that were all trying to like shower in the mornings, you know. Um, we never figured out like a how to keep the kitchen clean. It just didn't happen, you know. So like that was kind of hard. And then we had a little living room with like two couches and it was like, we couldn't all have people over, you know. So if, if like, remember you guys would like pile the couches and like push them together when you guys would watch on the oh the projector. You guys had the projector to watch the yeah, movies. Yeah. And you guys would like try to push all the couches to like make more yeah, room. Yeah, it was like I don't know, the was whole funny. apartment was like 
it was like Tetris. And like me and Trent being in the same room was like human Tetris. Like the two of us, just big guys, like trying to fit in these little bunk beds. You like, guys are like feet would hang off of it. Like. <laughs> yeah. So like that was kind of rough. Um, and then after that semester, I moved back home, which was really nice. I mean, like I missed all my friends, but I still hung out with them. But I had my own room again. And I think Ben was still there. So I guess I was roommates with Ben again, I guess. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I lived there. And then um, the next school year, I roomed with some different friends. This time it was a different spot of town because I had some friends that went to a different university. And so we were technically in that university, like right next to their campus. So I would travel a bit to school. And it was a similar experience. Like our setup was a bit better. I had my own room. But there was still, it was five of us to one bathroom, one kitchen. And it was bigger, but it wasn't, like, huge. But I do have to say they were a lot more messier. Yeah. Way they were definitely, really dirty. Yeah, round two roommates were a lot messier. It was gross. And Again, we talked about all this of in the Great guys. previous podcast or two that we recently have done. We kind of mentioned your roommates being really gross. Yeah. So... Yeah, that was kind of tough, and, like, we had cleaning checks, and, oh, and we, like, we just couldn't pass the dang cleaning checks because, I don't know, they were pretty picky, but also, like, my roommates weren't the best at cleaning, and, like, we would get together and be like, hey, we got cleaning check on Monday, so Sunday, let's all get together and clean, it just, like, wouldn't happen, and so we ended up just, it got to the point during that semester where, like, so if you fail a cleaning check, it's, like, a $50 fine per person, oh and we got to the point where we were just... We're just like, eh, just find us, you know, <laughs> like it's not worth, because <laughs> like, even if we did clean it really good, the next day it would just be like a bomb went off in there, because we were all like pretty active socially, so we'd have like people over all the time, and that was like the spot, and like everyone would like bring food over, and like we'd have movie nights and stuff, we had two couches and like a big bean bag, and and it was a bit bigger than the last apartment, so like, yeah, it got it got pretty messy pretty quick. And so then it's kind of funny that same year I did the same thing as my freshman year. After that first semester, I moved home for the second semester. And then it was at that point, that's when you had your new roommate. So we were just mostly hanging out at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And I was like begging you to move back to your parents. Because <laughs> one, you were closer. And yeah. two, it just was so gross going over there. I was like, I can't handle it anymore. Yeah, it, it was like, it was bad. Like if you wanted to cook... Like, I would hide my utensils, and, like, I had I had one plate, one bowl, one spoon, and one fork, and, like, a cup. And I would always, like, wash my stuff afterwards. Everyone else would just pile up in the sink, right? But I would have to hide my, like, plate and fork and stuff so people wouldn't use it because it was the only clean thing in the house. Well, and I remember people would start eating people's food because then they yeah, like, I got, <laughs> got too lazy to go grocery shopping, so they just, like, would eat people's food and then... I remember you'd be like, where'd that go? I'm out of that. And then it some got other pretty, person was eating it and stuff. And you're like, that was mine. That whole apartment turned kind of into just like a free-for-all at a certain point. Like, yeah, food would just be eaten. And, and then what, just, what happened to that one guy that got evicted? Oh, that's a whole other story. That's a horror story. So that was, who was living there? Someone, I think it was either Jake got married or Andrew moved somewhere mm-hmm. else. I, I think maybe it was Jake got married. No, he was in Andrews, I think. He was in Andrews. He was in Andrews' room, okay. But Jake was Jake leaving. already had gotten married. Right, yeah. So, so, yeah, one of my roommates got married pretty early on in the semester. And then one of my other roommates, he moved somewhere else. I think he'd been on, like, a wait list or something. And then we get this random guy in. One of the spots we were able to fill with a friend of mine, which was cool. 
So we still had a good group of guys. But then the other spot is just a random guy that the apartment complex filled. And he was an alcoholic. And it was bad. Like he would he would like lock himself in his room and he would like get like like some most people when they're drunk, I feel like it's just kind of funny. But when he got drunk, he would like literally punch holes in the wall. <laughs> so we'd be like we'd be hanging out at like eleven in like the living room. We'd just hear this guy scream and then we'd hear like the wall shake. And then, like, if he leaves his door open, you look in, and there's a hole in the wall the next day. There was, like, a hole in the ceiling. So, yeah, he got evicted pretty quick. Well, and then I remember when he had left, we walked into his room. And it, it smelled bad. like pee. Almost like he'd, like, peed on the floor. I don't, I don't know. know. It was really bad. There was, like, there was, there was, like, cheese puffs everywhere. Yeah, so like, weird. the mattress was flipped over. Like, Poor the, guy. the dresser was on its side. Yeah, so that was pretty bad. There were a few nights where, like, we woke up because he was just drunk and doing stuff. So I wouldn't recommend having an alcoholic as a roommate. Um, but then, yeah, I moved home. And then after that semester, that's when you left back to Arizona and I moved to California for work. And so when I was working for Vivint, same sort of thing. They put me in um, just an apartment with just a bunch of guys I didn't know. And it, it turned out really good. Like I loved all the guys on my team. One of my best friends came out to work with us that summer. And so he and I were roommates. And that was fun. Same kind of thing, though. Like, super fun. Good group of guys. Three rooms. Six dudes. Um, this time we had two bathrooms. But still, it was like the bathroom got real messy real quick. Like, and we were all, we were all like, it was either too lazy or too broke to get, like, essentials for the house. So, like, we didn't have a shower curtain for, like, the oh, first so, week. Yeah, and I, no, but I came. Remember I came out there to see you once when you're in California uh-huh. for like a did couple we have a, Did days. we have a shower curtain at that point? Because I was like, I don't even that was like know. halfway through the summer. I don't even know. It was gross. I was traumatized. We didn't have, a, sh- we didn't have like, a, like a hand towel. And like I was just so busy because like that, that's when I was brand new at that job. And I was trying to like learn really quick. And I was working crazy hours. And so like, like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. kind of thing. And so I didn't get a bath towel for probably like a week or two. I was just using like a shirt <laughs> like it, we were really roughing it but it was it was really fun good group of guys super cool but I was like it was really nice getting married after that because at that point I lived with multiple groups of big groups of guys which was fun but like just it's impossible to stay clean like even if you have guys that are mostly clean like it only takes one guy you know so it was really nice getting married and Michaela's really organized and you know, there's other problems getting married, but like that was nice. Well, I was excited cause I got to, cause I feel like right around six months I was like, I need to leave. I can't live here anymore. And then it was perfect cause <laughs> yeah. we got married and I was like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. It was a good so time. Nice. But, but now the problem is like, I like alone time like more than Michaela, but Michaela doesn't like it at all. So like everyone likes alone time more than Michaela, but I especially like, I kind of need alone time sometimes. So that's probably the biggest part of us being roommates now is like, I need space. I need an alone time. And that's the last thing that Michaela wants. Ever. Well, and then Jonas is getting mad at me for everything I do. Cause like if I, if he comes home from work or he comes home for lunch and I'm just sitting here like chilling, having a relaxful day, no, just what, doing my own things, no, watching okay, Netflix. Yeah, see, there it is, watching yeah. Netflix. You, you like come in, you like boss me around. Well, to it's like, cause, cause think, think, think about it for my shoes. Like. I wake up real early, I work out, then I go to work, I work real hard, I come home at 5, 
and you haven't moved the whole day. <laughs> yeah, but I, I also mean, it, but worked really happen. hard for 20 years. I get so, that. I know. Yeah, I deserve a break. It doesn't happen often. I'm just saying when it does happen, it's just like it's kind of hard. Frustrated. It's kind of hard to not get triggered because I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> but it's also kind of like jealousy. You know, I wish I could just. Oh, the truth comes out. Well, that's jealous. obvious. Of course, I wish I could just hang out instead of go to work every day. Well, you, you never know? tell me that you're jealous when you tell you me that. You should know that. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, so those are our stories with roommates. Big question, are there people you would never choose to become your roommate because you think it could ruin your relationship? Yeah. <laughs> that was a quick answer. Who and why? I'd just say with any close friend. Like, I mean, yeah, it's going to be fun, but, like, even just watching, like, what went on in college, like, when the girls started rooming with people, like, stuff happens, and then it kind of ruins their friendship, and then... There's just a bunch of fights and a bunch of issues. And I just feel like even if you think that would never happen because you and your friend are just perfect and you never get through fights and it would just be so great. It's like when, until you live with that person, you're with them 24-7, you're going to have problems. Like it just happens, you know. And I feel like with any friend I have, if I were to do that, it just would not be good. It's probably a, I mean, I think the reason we disagree on this is very much of a male-female thing. Like... Because that is true. Now that you mention it, like, you have had friends that just drama caused just from living mm-hmm. together. Like, I don't I don't know of any of that's my friends. That's just girls, though. Yeah, I, I don't feel think that's like a guy thing at all. Really like, 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 I would love to room with any of my close friends. I don't think it would do anything to our relationship. But it, at the same time, just go back to that thing where it'd be really fun for a bit. But then at the end of the day, I just kind of prefer my own space, being able to control everything, clean everything, you know. I mean, I get it in college. You got to save money. You got to find roommates. And like, if it came down to it, yeah, I'd want to room with my friend. Like when I wasn't living with the other freshmen that were in my class on the gymnastics team, when they moved out and got a house and they were all renting from it, um, I, one of my really good friends, I'd gone home for the summer after my freshman year, just because I'd went like 2016 Olympics, did the Kellogg's tour left the Kellogg's tour early, started my freshman year in October, which most of the girls go in the summer. So they have all summer and like all of fall and winter to get ready for like season. And I came in October and had, you know, two months to get ready for season. So everything was just really rushed and really fast. But once I like finished my freshman year, I was like, I'm just going to go home for the whole summer and like take a breather, like go see my family and just be with them. And Um, I became really close with this one girl in my high school, Jordan, and we, she like was trying to get out of like an abusive relationship. And so she was thinking about moving to Utah and finishing school up there. So she had come up a couple times. She like visited the U, she got accepted in, she was going to come to school. And then like, it was like two weeks before we had to know if we were going to like move into this spot that my coach Tom had found for us from somebody he knew. So it was like perfect. It wasn't exactly where we wanted to go, but we're like, Oh, we could make this work. This is going to be so fun. And then she decided that she didn't want to go and just didn't feel good about it. And then she got back together with that guy and it ended up being a disaster, which was kind of sad because I was hoping to like get her away from him at the time. And then I was sad because I went into the gym crying because I was like oh like I I don't have to be in the dorms like I'm gonna have my own place it's gonna be like it was still really close to campus it was it was it was gonna be fun like we she even went and got a bunch of stuff for the apartment like went and bought a bunch of stuff and she was like getting her stuff packed and then 
it just like all happened so fast and I was just so devastated. And then my friend McKendry was going through her problems at the time. And so I was just really stressed. I just remember coming to the gym crying one day and Tom was like, just take the day off. Like it's not worth it. Cause I was just like so excited to have a roommate. Um, and then I got put back into the dorm and then that's when I had the girl on the track team, which was good. And then I got the other one that wasn't so good. But at the same time, like, I'm grateful that I lived in the dorms because once again, I got to, like, save money and had more money to shop. So (laughs) in the end, it kind of of was good for me, I think. That that caused some bad habits. It did. It was kind of Still lingering. But. Okay. So we have some, we have some data. We have some statistics. Got some research for you guys. So in the U.S., 31.9% of households are doubled up, meaning the space is shared with at least one adult who isn't a spouse, romantic partner, or college student. So about 79 million adults live in a roommate-style situation. That surprises that, me. That doesn't surprise me. What? Why? Because I know tons of people. Oh, that, that aren't, like, married yes. or college students? Yeah. Well, I guess. I feel like in every family, either, I mean, in every family you always have one child that isn't always the best or the most obedient or has some type of issue that... They well, never that, that has nothing to do with issues. This is just I know, but I'm just saying like it I know tons of people where they still have that. That's not bad though. I don't know if you understood the there's nothing wrong with that. It's just saying no, people I'm not that are saying it's not wrong, but I'm just it's saying it's like it's like Brad. Like Brad's not a college student, but he has a roommate. So it's like nothing but I just I'm just surprised at the number. Uh-huh. why you think it should be bigger or no, lower? No, I just I didn't think there'd be that many. I didn't think it was that common. I don't know. I knew it was pretty common because how many people like rent out their basement and to people and like Emma, my friend Emma, she's not a college student. She has a full-time job and makes decent money and she still rents from people and like lives in the basement. I don't don't know if that's considered being a roommate. If it's like a separate. No. Well. Well, that's what I think of. Well, I was surprised. To hear that. I mean, like, think (laughs) about it more. Like, it does make sense. I mean, like, especially now, you know, like, housing prices are going up. Like, if you're not married, I mean, like, if we weren't married, I I probably would have a roommate just because of costs and stuff. Yeah, that's why it's not really surprising to me. The more I think about it, well, I guess we can, I guess that makes sort of sense. Um, Nearly 45% of renters with one roommate are extremely satisfied with the arrangement. That surprises me. That that does surprise me too. Why? What do you think? What what, what do you what would you have thought? I don't know. I just I wouldn't. I don't think I've like at least with the places I've been, I've never been satisfied. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that there's this always is something extremely satisfied. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's almost half. So half of people with one roommate are extremely satisfied with the arrangement. So I don't know. I'm Get usually, on them. I'm usually not satisfied, but <laughs> that's just yeah, because I'm spoiled, so. That's probably probably true. It's true. During the pandemic, 40% of renters spent all of their time with their roommates. Well, I mean, I'm surprised that. it's not more. Yeah, like, who else would you spend your time with, you know, when you're in lockdown? I don't know. I mean, I guess if you have, like, a loved one, spend that time with them more than your roommate. Probably, I don't know. Yeah, but like during the or lockdown, family. like you weren't supposed to visit people and stuff. Yeah, but maybe people were just with their family. They went and lived with their family or spent more time with their family. Oh, know. here's one. 
when there's tension, 71.5% of roommates talk it out in person. Yeah, which is crazy to As me. opposed to leaving sticky notes on the toilet. Yeah, no, I could not. I just felt bad because I didn't want to be rude. That's not rude. Just asking I a know. question. It wasn't asking a question. It I was, think it's more of like you didn't really know her. Yes, but even people I do know, you know how bad I am at speaking up for myself. <laughs> so maybe that's, that's why true, it surprises me because <laughs> I just like don't want to cause a scene or a problem or issue or be rude. See, I feel like it's way more efficient to do that. Cause See, I'll sit there and vent to you about it. Which I don't like. Yeah, but like I don't. But also, like, sticky note. Like, did it work? Those post-it notes. Yeah, she went in and cleaned it. Okay, that's good. But because I feel like that could also be seen as it still was pretty passive aggressive. You know. Yeah. Like that would probably bug me if we'd been roommates and you'd done that. I would been like, why didn't you just say it to my face? You know. I know. I felt awkward because then I definitely didn't want to see her after that. Yeah, so it It causes more problems. Yeah, but I mean, for the most part, it was still messy, but it was better. But then it would still get really messy again. Then she would kind of clean, but it wasn't really clean. That's funny because that leads into the last one, which we'll both 100% agree on. Cleaning habits are the top pet peeve among roommates. But 37% saying it I was an like issue. I feel like it should be more. Yeah, there I mean, are also I'm sur- a lot of people that are messy, so I feel like. Yeah, like care. that is interesting because of my roommates, like the messier ones, obviously, they, you know, they had no problem with <laughs> the apartment being messy. Like, oh, they didn't care. So it was only, like, the cleaner ones of us. They were, like, mm-hmm. bugged by it. So that makes sense. But it's definitely cleaning habits would be the top pet peeve. I don't even know what would be next. That's just, like, the first thing that comes to my mind. When I think of my roommates, like, that was, like, the only thing that bugged me. I guess maybe, like, schedules, like, trying to use the bathroom or, like, cook at the same time or, like, someone coming home late and waking people up. As I'm saying, coming home late would be another one or just, like, having people over. Mm-hmm. That would kind of bug me. Because that would bug me, like, my freshman year when we were all in the dorm, it was like, we also had all the football players, like, I feel like all the athletes were, like, right next to each other, and that was really gross, too, because the football players would be smoking weed and stuff, and you could just (laughs) smell it, like, coming through the vents, and I was about to vomit, and so they would just, like, barge into our dorm all the time and, like, bug us, and they were super annoying, and, like, I just feel like my freshman year, I just... It was just a learning experience for me. Like, I was just, I feel like I was really shy and I didn't, like, branch out. Like, I made friends and I was, like, friends with the athletes, but I never, like, went out of my way to, like, hang out with them all the time. Like, I feel like most athletes do. I just kind of was, like, sheltered and, I don't know, I just didn't really, (laughs) it just took me a while. And so I just thought it was so annoying when all the football players would just barge into our room and be in there and they'd be loud and be annoying and then they'd be playing music in our room and, like, hanging out with all of us. And I'm just like, can you please go, like... You're just annoying and distracting, and you're making our room smell like weed. It's gross. <laughs> Final few questions. Setting boundaries with roommates. Do you need to do this as soon as they move in or as issues arise? I don't know. I've never done that, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Michaela just writes <laughs> post-it notes. Well, you did that as issues arise, so. I guess, but I'm just saying, like, other than that, I've never really, like, set boundaries, and I've never, even when there's been an issue, I've never done anything about it, so. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a problem. I don't know. I'm on the, the like. Um, I would rather just set boundaries. Yeah, as soon as it happens, which, like, we, I kind of did with my friends, I think. We, like, figured out, you know, hey, like. 
how are we going to figure, you know, who's going to do this or that, or how's this going to work or what rules we have here, but like very basic, like nothing formal, which if I were in that situation again, I probably would like, like day one, set everyone down. Like, Hey, you guys, are we going to keep this clean or not? Cause like, if we're not, then I don't want to start stressing about it, you know, or like if we are, how are we going to do this? How are we going to hold people accountable? So you guys were giving you all the tips because we've been through it. <laughs> we, we, we've been through it. <laughs> like, it's so funny how like you learn from, you know, people are old. They always say like, you know, when your parents know everything and like as a kid, you never want to listen to them. And then you get older and you're like, man, they were right. I wish I would have listened or I wish I would have knew. So mm-hmm. I, same thing. I we're just the wish old people in this scenario. <laughs> So this is a big one. If your roommate wants to have a girl or guy over that you've never met, is this okay? What if they want them to stay with you for an extended period? I say yes. Yes and no. And no. Yeah, same. That teamwork. Make well, the dream that's work. that's an I agreement. Like yeah, and that's pretty obvious. I mean, like, who who would say no to if your roommate wants to have a date over? You know, like, well, I'm never go gonna say no to that. Yeah, you know, but like extended period of time. Yeah, I'm not trying to. <laughs> Have someone well, move in. Yeah, you know? like me in that situation. Yeah, that happened. Like, I honestly didn't care, but then it ended up being a problem. It was annoying. <laughs> um, What does the ideal roommate situation look like to each of you? We are going to disagree on this one. You first. Okay. Ideal roommate situation, and we're going to say outside of marriage. Okay, that's fine. Okay, because I think you're the ideal roommate, so that's Aww. a given. But for me, it would be a good number of guys. I think four, including me. Any more than that gets a little bit crazy. But So I think four of us. So I've got three roommates. They're all my best friends. We each have our own room. Um, man, it's ideal. We each have our own bathroom. Okay. This is a really nice house in this hypothetical. And we have a really big kitchen. Everyone's clean and organized. Everyone's pretty social, so it's like the party house, and it's a mansion, by the way, <laughs> and we all have really nice cars. You're really I'm getting a little carried away it. with yeah. this. I don't know. I think, I think the main thing is that I don't want more than three roommates. I think four is a good number, because I've had five and I've had six, and both times it was just a little bit too much. See, I always say even numbers are bad for girls. So for you, that's probably fine, but for girls, whenever there's like, or no, even numbers are good. You don't want odd numbers. Oh, yeah, because then there's Sorry. one girl left out. Okay, so what's your ideal? Raise that scratch. <laughs> what's your ideal roommate situation? Well, either have, you know, four or six. Honestly, I feel like that's way too many. I I think, like, just to stick with, like, one other roommate would be fine. But then I feel like you can get really sick of each other that way just because you don't have anyone else to, like, talk to or go to. Like, my freshman year, like, Kim Kim and I were on the same side, and I feel like we'd always talk a lot. But then I'd always go see Macy because she just, I feel like, was on the opposite end, and it just kind of, like, it was just easier to go talk to her about things sometimes. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. I've done it. I've been by myself. I've had four roommates. I, I can tell you exactly what your ideal roommate situation okay. is. All right. Let's you go. have one roommate. Okay who just keeps to herself and she's just really nice and really clean and you don't even notice that she's there, but she is there. So you don't have to be scared at night. 
but you never have to talk to her or worry about her and she has no friends so no one ever comes over <laughs> that's sad but, well okay fine I she, she, yeah, she has friends. friends she has friends but no one no one moves in and because i mean i think like anyone that you'd be friends with again you know it's like you know i think it's just a girl thing it, yeah it is kind of true you know what though i bet you and alexa would like each other's roommates because you guys are both kind of weird in your own way in a good way <laughs> i don't think alexa and i would ever get sick of each other that's what i'm saying because i'm yeah. like i'm not like i don't know why but like alexa just like gets me like i think just from like being on tour with her so alexa was on tour she was one of the professional dancers and we're honestly like the same person because we're both short we're both the same size both have brown hair now both have brown hair now we're both super athletic we can share clothes it's like the first friend i've actually been able to like share clothes with and like go shopping and like relate because we're both the same size and everything's too large or too big because we're so short and we have tiny little legs but we're muscly and it's like every pant is too long so we have to get everything in like extra extra small and short and so and we both have the same shoe size which is rare because none of my friends are the same size as me they're you know taller and have bigger feet so like I can never wear their clothes and it makes me really sad Anyway, Alexa and I just, like, kind of grew up with the same thing, too. Like, she was super busy with dance her whole life. So, like, we both suck at cooking and, like, don't care to cook. And our husbands hate us because we can't cook. And I, I don't, That's a little strong. Word. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't say I hate you. <laughs> Keep going, though. I feel though. like sometimes you do, though. Anyway, anyway, we can just, like, relate a lot because I feel like we've been through a lot of the same things. And we also, like, were with each other on tour for a whole month and a half. And so... Um, I mean, we never like shared rooms or anything, but we were on a bus with, you know, a couple other girls and then we had our hotel rooms at night, but we never stayed together, but we hung out a ton and it was really fun. And even when I was getting frustrated, Alexa kind of just knew to like, okay, she needs her space. I'm going to back off. Like that was like the first time I feel like, like she wasn't sitting there like, are you okay? What's wrong? Uh." She just kind of like backed off and was like, she needs her space. She's cranky. Like, so that was like. (laughs) really nice like I feel like she actually like understood me so anyway she knows kind of the worst of the worst and I feel like only being with her for a month and a half because she lives in LA she's not in Arizona or I mean Arizona. (laughs) she's not in Utah she's from Utah so we've been trying to convince her to move out here so hopefully eventually but um I don't know I feel like we've known each other our whole life it's so weird but I think she'd be a good roommate for me to have. I don't think I'd really ever get mad at her. I think so. So that's the episode. I think we definitely agreed on more things than usual, which is good because we are roommates. So I would hope that we agree on roommate stuff. Um, but the assumptions kind of a funny one. Do you want to read it? Yeah. So this week's assumption. Also, you guys, Don't forget to tune in with us on social media. Keep a lookout because we do do a weekly assumption. So you guys, well, you haven't done it in a while. I haven't done it in a while, but look out for it. Look out for it. Yeah, you can DM me whatever. Um, But for this assumption, we have you love lazy stay-at-home days. Okay, before we say if we agree (laughs) or disagree, do you think this assumption is just it's towards the both of us? No. Or you think it's just just for you? Because it just says you. I I I know. I don't know, but it's definitely me. It's, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna disagree on this one. Michaela loves lazy stay at home days, and I don't. 
It's like I think when I'm done with school, like unless I'm <laughs> pregnant, like well maybe when I'm pregnant too, I'll just be want to be even more lazy. Oh no, that's why you want to be. I feel like you would love to be on bed rest because that <laughs> means that you're having babies coming, and it means that you can just watch Netflix and not feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, and I would take awesome. care of. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Foot massages. Hopefully, I'm not puking, so you wouldn't have to like. Michaela's secretly praying no. that she's a terrible pregnancy. No, I'm not. That would be horrible. I would not want that, but I feel like that's definitely going to happen to me. But I really do like to be lazy. I am really lazy. Like, if it weren't for gymnastics, like, I would be so lazy. I don't know what it is. I just hate working hard. But then, like, with <laughs> gymnastics, I, like, worked hard. So I don't know what what is messed I up feel in like, here. I, I feel don't like know. you just need, you just need like, a funnel for your – because you're, like, selectively a hard worker. Because I've seen you work hard before, but you don't really do it much outside of gymnastics. You do it for school, but that's kind of a different thing. It's kind of, like – yeah, but school gives me anxiety, and I want to cry. And I <laughs> yeah, hate it. so that's bad. But like, I've like I've seen you like commit yourself to something. You work hard at it, but it doesn't happen a whole lot. Well, yeah, I feel like for me to work hard at it, I have to be pushed. Like and you, you have, to, have like, to like force me to do it, and I'll work hard at it. But if I'm not forced to do it, I don't do it, and I'm really lazy. I feel like. Yeah, but there's like no one forced you to do gymnastics. You know, sometimes. Well, yeah, but your coach like. It's like working out. If I didn't have a coach to like sit there and train me, I'm going to cheat and not do as many numbers or quit early, you know? Oh, but since I, well, it's easy to well, like. Well, sometimes you get in those moods here at home where you just start cleaning and you get really focused and it'll be like six hours in, you're still cleaning. And like, I try and talk to you, you'll like snap at me, you'll like yell at me. <laughs> so I just have to just go play video games or do something and just not bug you. And you I just, you just clean and you get moods like that. Or when you're. When you're like shopping and you're like really hunting for something, you're just like a man on a mission, you know? <laughs> I am. Yes. Hmm. I guess I can see it. Yeah, so it shows up. But uh, but to answer the assumption, you love lazy stay-at-home days, yes for Michaela, no for me. I think you like them sometimes. Every once in a while, sure. Yeah, like if we've been traveling, you know. But if like if we just have a Saturday with nothing on our calendar, like I want to oh, do stuff. Oh, if it were me, I could like, just. Like I, I want to get out and do stuff. Yeah, I just want to sit. I just want to sit, look ugly, not get ready, not put makeup on my face, give me more pimples. Yeah, sounds awful. No, it's nice. I just get to, like, sit there and just feel good in my own skin. Well, nothing wrong with that, I guess. <laughs> so, I love it. I love being in comfy clothes, snuggled up. Every time I've talked to people at our church, we have a lot of young couples. Every time I talk to them, we're always like, we need to hang out. Let's do something. Yeah, yeah, I'll text you. I'll text you. And then... We never text each other. Then we see each other. Let's do something. Let's do something. And then we're like, like by the end of the conversation, we're like, yeah, like we'd rather just stay at home. Like it's hard when you're married because we're like, it's just easier to like be at home with your spouse and not like have to plan something or go get ready. Like, I don't know if that's just a girl thing, but like, I feel like a lot of girls are like that because every time I talk to them, we're like, let's do something. And then we're always like, eh, it's just easier to stay at home. I don't know. Maybe you guys let <laughs> us know. Let us know your thoughts on that one. Let us know in the comments. Don't know what to tell you. Thanks again for tuning in. Um, new episode next week, every Friday. Catch us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media and keep up to date. So thank you guys so much. We had so much fun about talking about roommates and, of course, always each other. I love you, babe. Love the you best. too, Kayla. See you guys <laughs> on the next one. See you guys.